Hey guys, welcome back to The Thought Spot. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about scripting in the context of autism and how that may feed into social anxiety and how that may also feed into or connect to introversion. And for those of you who might just be joining me now and for those of you who may have only recently found me, my name is Irene. I am a self-empowerment coach. I was recently diagnosed with autism and ADHD at the age of 25. and I make mental health content over on TikTok and social commentary on TikTok. But over here on The Thought Spot, this is where I can talk more about my personal life, almost like a visual and audio diary where I could reflect on my life here. And naturally, I am going to be diving deeper into a lot of topics relating to autism because of that recent diagnosis. So if you find yourself relating to any of the things I talk about, and if you've with me, please go follow me on my platforms, TikTok, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Look forward to new videos every week. With that being said, let's get into today's topic. Okay, so I feel like a lot of autistic individuals may oftentimes find that they will describe themselves as being introverts and having social anxiety. I know for a fact that I classified myself as an introvert even before I knew I was autistic or considered the possibility of me having autism. But since being diagnosed, I was reflecting a lot about that introversion and my social anxiety. And I realized that scripting is something I do very, very intensely and that scripting feeds into that introversion and that social anxiety in many ways. I kind of wanted to dissect that a little bit on today's episode. And for those of you who don't know what scripting is, scripting could kind of be broken down into two different definitions. Scripting could be very straightforward, like like having to repeat lines from your favorite movie, TV shows, or YouTube channel. It is a common repetitive behavior that can be a source of comfort when a person is anxious or excited, but as well scripting for autistic individuals is having to review conversations to themselves. So this is how scripting affects me personally, is having to go through a conversation what I'm going to say, who I'm going to be talking to, how that conversation is going to flow, go through that in my mind and sometimes even write it out before going into that social interaction. So it's almost like having to prepare for a social interaction. And for me personally, I have to script with any social interaction, whether that is with a close friend, whether that's with a family member, whether that's at the grocery store with the cashier, whether that's with a client, you know, every time there is a social interaction, I have to first breathe, meditate, and mentally prepare for how that interaction is gonna go and what possible things I will have to say to that person. There is times where I haven't properly scripted before an interaction. Once I'm in that interaction, I will actually be completely blank and not have any response and be nonverbal because I was caught by surprise. My brain stops working and I just have zero responses. You know, I've been in those situations before as well. Also, there's been situations where the conversation didn't go the way I expected it to. So I didn't prepare the right script to go off script. And so then I will have 
no response because I don't know what to say. I didn't prepare for the conversation to go there. This is how severely scripting affects me. A little metaphor I like to think about when it comes to scripting is almost like actors and preparing for a scene. A lot of the times, scripting to me is almost like having to put on a show for a specific scene. So for actors, they have to memorize the script. They have to go into makeup and wardrobe to transform into the character. They have to get into the mood of that character. They have to become familiar with the set and the director and the people they're going to be acting alongside with. And for me, that's very much so how I view social interactions. Even with my closest friends, I always have to script to a certain extent, but obviously the severity of scripting will increase or decrease depending on how comfortable I am with the person and how authentic I am able to be with that person. But scripting is something that I always have to do. It's not something I am ever able to just not do. Every social interaction requires scripting for me. And it has nothing to do with how much I like a person or how much I feel comfortable around them. Because even if I'm really comfortable around a group of people or an environment, I will always have to script. And that is just a part of my autism. So I'm gonna go into some personal examples of how I script. The first thing that comes to mind is phone calls. So every time I have to make a phone call, I have to know who I'm going to be talking to, what the purpose of the phone call is, and then I will write down, I literally have to write down in my journal what I have to say to the person on the other end of the phone, and also write down possible answers to possible questions they're going to ask or possible talking points as to different ways the conversation can flow. You can see how much thinking is required when it comes to scripting because I not only have to prepare for the conversation itself, but I also have to visualize like five different ways this conversation can go and therefore have an answer prepared for those five different ways of the conversation to go. And there's been moments where I haven't prepared well enough and the conversation will flow into a very unexpected direction. And when those moments happen, I am not able to roll with the punches. I'll completely blink and have no idea how to react, just be completely mute and nonverbal and just not know what to say or do. And that is a part of my autism is not being able to interact, know what to say when you're not prepared for that specific interaction. You know, a funny example is one time I was making a phone call to an office and every time I made a phone call to this office, it was always the same woman that would pick up. And so I had prepared my script and I was ready to talk to her. When the person picked up, it was not this woman, it was a different person. And I was not expecting to speak to this new person. So in a panic, I hung up the phone because I didn't prepare a script to talk to this new person. I had to rewrite this script, go into the call with the intention of, okay, I'm gonna talk to a new person this time. And then I had to redial the phone number, then have that conversation. This kind of sheds light into how rigid I am when it comes to social interactions and how much scripting is involved on my part. I think to a certain extent, I've mastered masking enough so that people don't realize that scripting impacts me so much because to them, the interaction seems very natural, but they don't know how much work goes into coming across natural and being able to have a 
natural conversation because to me it's not natural at all i have to script every single thing my facial expressions my tone of voice how i look how i present myself my body language everything is planned for and accounted for before that interaction and i think not enough neurotypical people understand that and so i'm hoping that hearing this can make you guys have some empathy towards neurodivergent people and people who have autism and part of what goes into my scripting process is gathering information so i have to know who i'm going to be talking to and if it's going to be a group of people who's going to be there every single person i need to know where are we going to be what are we going to do what time are we going to be there i get these factors and i also have to research the other underlying factors like what is the weather going to be like how long are we going to be there what food is going to be at the restaurant what the restaurant even looks like what does the surrounding environment look like the more information i have as to what the interaction will look like the better my script will be and the more likely i'm going to go into this interaction the less information i have the less detailed my script will be so therefore i am less likely to go into the interaction there's going to be different people in situations where i will purposely avoid because the scripting is not able to be fully fed into so for example parties concerts big groups of people meeting people i don't know these are situations where i will purposely avoid because there's too much spontaneity and unpredictability for me to be able to accurately script so therefore i won't feel comfortable being in that situation and interacting being able to think on my toes and roll with the punches so i will completely avoid situations like that situations where i could thrive in because i'm able to script better are social interactions that have to do with jobs socially interacting with people one-on-one -on -one, socially interacting with people that can have heart to heart with me so we could talk about things that we care about and i don't have to make up certain conversations to talk about something I really have no interest in. So being able to have deep, meaningful conversations with someone and being in an environment where we don't have to necessarily worry about other sensory things, whether that's people interrupting us, an environment that's too loud or whatever it is. As well, I also have to be able to leave the interaction. I could go in and hang out with a friend for hours and catch up with them. I'm totally fine, but there has to be certain circumstances there, like being in an environment that I feel comfortable with, like a cafe, a coffee shop. And I also have to know I could leave the interaction after and go home and completely unmask, stim, and let myself regenerate that energy level that I had to expend in the social interaction. So if there's ever a situation, for example, if a close friend of mine wants me to go out and travel with them, I most likely won't do that because I won't feel like I have space to unmask and leave the situation or go off script. That is very tiring for me, so I 
usually avoid doing stuff like that. If I do travel with a friend for more than one day, it's usually because I am extremely comfortable to unmask around them. I don't have to script as much around them either and they allow me to be more authentic to myself. There has been moments where I end up not scripting or not scripting well because I am so exhausted. And in those moments where I have to socially interact without being able to prepare the script, I notice I get very negative reactions from the other person I'm interacting with because I don't have enough energy to put on an act, prepare what I'm going to say, make my face look a certain Certain way, make my tone of voice sound a specific way, I begin to have a very flat affect. My tone of voice becomes very monotone. My face is very non-expressive. And because I'm not scripting as well, the other person then perceives me to be angry. They perceive me to be mad at them. They think I don't like them. They think I don't want to be there. All of these negative connotations gets attached to me. And now I have to go out of my way to try to reassure them and to explain that it's not them and that I'm not upset and that I am not mean. You know, all of these things, which takes up a lot more energy because it takes up so much energy to have to now clean up the mess. I notice that for me personally, it makes it so that I feel like okay, then I can't go off script. I can't go into any situation without scripting first because I would rather go through the trouble and the energy to script and go through an interaction smoothly than to go into an interaction with absolutely no script or energy to script and then have to scrounge up more energy to try to explain to them that, you know, I'm not mad, I'm okay, like, I, it's fine, I'm not mad at you, I'm just tired, you know, all of these things, which is painful to go through that anyways because having to reassure someone of like their own insecurities is just extremely tiring and I think I'm gonna talk about that more perhaps in another video, like how much of a toll masking takes on a person with autism. I honestly feel like part of having autism is just figuring out what equations work best for you to get your needs met in a way where you don't have to sacrifice your well-being for it. And I say that because I am a person that craves social connection. I say connection instead of interaction because I don't like to interact. I like to connect. And if there's no connection, I don't want to interact. And so that kind of limits the amount of people I can interact with and the amount of people I'm willing to interact with. I feel like in the past, when I hadn't figured out an equation that works best for me, I was very lost and depressed in those moments because I had no energy to socially interact with people but then at the same time I was feeling very lonely because I was craving to connect and interact with people and I just couldn't for the life of me figure out what equation worked best for me and as I built more awareness throughout my life by checking in with myself and knowing what my needs were I was able to then figure out certain aspects of interactions that fulfilled me and what I needed in those interactions to fulfill that social need. For me personally, what works for me and getting my social battery met and also not compromising my well-being 
is surrounding myself with individuals who are not too clingy and who are very independent so they don't need to see me or talk to me every day they are able to still love me from afar and know that i can love them from afar but when we feel like seeing each other and catching up we are both willing to do so with no resentment or hatred and as well surrounding myself with people who are able to authentically and deeply connect with me when we are coming together to interact i don't like to have surface level interactions because there is that deep emotional and spiritual side of me that really wants to express myself authentically and, and witness someone express themselves authentically so i need to have people who are able to have that connection and not everyone is able to do that because they're scared to connect to themselves deeply and being able to have people in my life who are able to connect with me one-on-one -on -one. there are people out there who thrive in group environments and i personally do not like that so with the friends I have in my personal life, they need to be able to see me every now and then. And when they do see me, be able to talk to me about deep, meaningful things one-on-one. -on -one. These are some of the factors that go into a fulfilling social life for me. Personally, I thrive best when I am just doing my own thing, checking in on my friends every now and then, and then every now and then seeing my friends face-to-face -face and catching up for a longer period of time, usually it's a few hours, and then not having to see them or really talk to them for another month or so. This is usually how I like to interact with friends and I am completely fine with that. Another way I get my social battery met is being able to connect with my clients, you know, being able to check in with them every single week and help them and communicate with them is very, very fulfilling for me. And that's something that I found is something that I love and really, really gives me a deep sense of purpose and fulfillment. And outside of these social interactions, I very much so basically just keep to myself, my partner and my pets. And that is the optimal way for me to function in my life when it comes to social interactions. Obviously, I try to keep people in my life that are people that I don't have to script too intensely around. Granted, I do have to script every single time to a certain extent, but the extent of that scripting is not going to be as much as another person that I feel uncomfortable around. I have zero similar interests in. I keep my circle pretty small because comfortability and fulfillment is very important to me. I have to be both comfortable and fulfilled in order to want to have you in my life. So that's something I've come to terms with a long time ago as well is the fact that I don't have necessarily the quantity of people in my life. And that's also a conscious decision on my end. I could if I wanted to, but I choose not to because it's a lot for me to handle and maintain. The amount of friends I have, I could count on my fingertips, but I know all of them very well. I feel very comfortable with them. I feel very close to them and I feel accepted by them and I can maintain that friendship. Let me know in the comments down below how scripting may have affected you and have you found the perfect equation that works for you to get your needs met, but also also not take a toll on you to a point where you're having a meltdown or having burnout. 
If you relate to this video at all, give this video a like. It really helps me out a lot the more you guys interact with my videos. And I just want to thank anyone who has commented on my videos or emailed me about autism. This past week, I've gotten some people reaching out to me and I was very, very pleasantly surprised because sometimes I feel like I create videos and upload it into the void because my channel is so new that I haven't really built up a really big interactive community community on my channel yet and so there's times where I'll upload a video and many times where I'll receive like zero comments little to no interaction and so the fact that I'm getting like two or three comments from people which are all very meaningful thought out comments as well really really validates me in so many ways and I just want to thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to comment on my videos or even like write me a long email talking about how you relate to me and how my videos have impacted you. I really, really appreciate it in ways that I don't even know if you can understand. Again, if you vibe with me, if you wanna hear more content about autism or any of the other topics I've talked about, please subscribe to my channel and look forward to a new video every week. But with that being said, I want to leave you guys with a little bit of a mantra that I've been saying to myself this past week. And if you have autism or may think you have autism, I really, really encourage you to say this to yourself every single day, first thing in the morning before you get your day started. And that is, I let go of expectations and I let go of projections. This mantra has helped me a lot because a lot of my struggles with being a woman with autism is having so many expectations to live up to and having so many people's projections of me to have to live up to as well. That could be a lot to handle. Something I have to continually do on a weekly basis, if not a monthly basis, is check in with myself. Am I aligning with what I have to do and what I have to say, the scripts I have to prepare for in order to interact with people? Do I align with that aspect of myself when I am scripting? And if I'm not in alignment with that, then I am not willing to continue to script with that specific person. And so I have to then let go of that person, let go of that script because it's not feeling in alignment with who I am and who I want to be. And so that's something I continually tell myself. I let go of these expectations and I let go of these projections because how this person perceives me may not be an accurate representation of who I am and how this person perceives me may be a projection of what they want for me, not who I actually am. So, you know, I encourage you guys to continually check in with yourself see whether or not you feel like you are aligned with the scripts that you are following when it comes to interacting with people in your life and don't be afraid to take some time away from those who have those very strong projections on you don't be afraid to detach yourself from them and to allow yourself to recenter yourself and ground yourself into who you are authentically and if you feel the need to connect to them again do so after recentering yourself and if you find that you don't want to return to that script again then leave that friendship aside and move on to other things and people that is in more of an alignment with who you are but yes um i hope today's episode was short and sweet i tend to ramble a lot <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in on today's episode i will see you guys on next week's episode bye guys